Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today, we are super excited to have another listener coaching call. We have Sahara on with us today. Welcome. Hey, Hello. Sahara. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, we are so like honored and overwhelmed by your bravery and your willingness to come and do this work with us on, on the podcast. I know that it's not an easy thing to do and to put yourself out there, so thank you for that. Um, and we are going to be talking about what specifically today? Um, I want to talk about vulnerability, but kind of stepping past that and stepping into yourself and, and really being vulnerable and being comfortable with that. Yeah. All right. That's a great topic. And yeah. yeah, so the, you know, um, one of the, I want to say right up front that one of the things that I learned early on and I feel so blessed because I have been um, I came out you know as a young lesbian when I was 18 and then um, as you know got involved in activism and would sit on panels and share my story and I did that often enough and somehow and I'm kind of amazed by myself to be honest when I look back on myself as a young woman because I'd sit on panels where people would call me things like or equate me to bestiality like I'd be sitting in a I remember very specifically sitting on a panel on KU's campus and having somebody tell me that well why don't you just marry dogs you know if you're gonna you know and I was like what the fuck Uh (laughs) what are you comparing me to bestiality yes the same thing like you're you are an abomination (laughs) So is that. And I just sat there and smiled at him and was like, and um, it's interesting, though, because what I learned from the women that I, you know, I came into a community of lesbians that uh, were like my home when I first came out. And what they taught me a lot about was taking this, taking power over the words that were used to put me down. Um, we owned the word dyke. We owned the word faggot. We owned the word queer. Um, all of those things, because when you own all of that, no one can hurt you. Like, there's nothing, you can't call me anything. <laughs> you can't do anything, right? right? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I built on that, and then coming out as trans, um, even, you know, was another layer of that. But I have always been somebody who kind of tries to just be all out there. And part of that is, you know, it's because I know that my power lies in my vulnerability, and I have known a long time that when I am, it's for me, it's when I'm shutting down myself that I feel a loss of power. So when I am opening myself up and willing to be vulnerable, I am, I'm, I don't know, I feel very powerful and I always have a lot of power in that. So I love this conversation because I, I really want to hear what's your experience of vulnerability and how can we move you? I would love, I mean, what beautiful topic to move you from fear of that or whatever that looks like for you to where I want you to be or want for you should I say is to feel feel like I do where I know I'm powerful when I'm vulnerable yes so 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 Sahara talk to us about your experience of vulnerability and so we can get some feel of where you are to be able to walk through and talk through uh, where you might want to get what you want to create well, um, to give you some background on my life, I feel like I have gone from oppressive structure to oppressive structure to oppressive structure to where I'm finally in this part 
of my life where I, you know, I can be free to be myself and no one's judging me. Um, you know, I went to Catholic school and then I went and joined a sorority and then I went and um, had a really toxic first career environment where they used to um, witch hunt employees and stuff like that. And it, I, I just feel like I went from one stage of life to the next and it was just like I felt oppressive the whole time. And I, I'm originally from Alabama and I don't really fit in with that culture either. And so I felt like all of that pressure on me. And um, once I moved out of the state, um, I uh, definitely things started to come to realiza realization for me. Like I didn't realize that I was carrying so much stress in my body yeah. <laughs> and in my yeah. brain. I bet. Um, I bet. It was it was really crazy, uh, and it was interesting to see how. Because I always had like a love of alcohol and a love of wine, and and it's weird to see those things kind of, you know, my body needs them, but then they don't need them. I don't know. It just it goes back and forth. Anyway, um, but for me, um, most recently when I started doing the work, I was introduced very randomly, and I felt like I was kind of led to it, honestly, and led to this podcast because I was... Yeah, how did you find us? Um, I was... I was sitting at my computer and I was like, you know what, I need to get connected to other people because, you know, I'm out here in Arizona, I don't really know a lot of people, I'm just with my boyfriend, and I'm trying to start a blog and trying to do all these things in my life, and I just need to get connected with people, and so I Googled, no, I was on Pinterest, and I looked for, like, podcast for women entrepreneurs or something like that, and I came across Being Boss, and the first, the most recent one was you and Jay and Kathleen talking and I was like oh okay I'll oh, just yeah. listen to this whatever and then yeah. I don't I don't know what it was and because I watch a lot of I watch um like a trans youtuber all the time and I don't know what it was I just like clicked and I was like holy crap I need to listen to this podcast and so I just like literally brain dumped <laughs> the entire podcast <laughs> and I don't know and then I connected to the Facebook group and I also admin a Facebook group for my for my work and so I'm always on Facebook and I'm like okay I'm listening to podcasts and I'm on Facebook and I'm sure you guys see me a lot on there but <laughs> um, we love it no yeah, it's great work, yeah it's we're great. grateful that you share as much as you do always, yeah and always, always. so that that vulnerability of um, putting myself out there and getting connected to you guys and and I even got connected to um my mentor that is helping me with, uh, you know, more mindset stuff. And um, I even got connected with her because I, all I did was had the idea to Google on Pinterest <laughs> to look for, yeah. um, to how to get connected to other people. And so I know from my past that being vulnerable kind of propels me, but uh -huh. I want to, I guess... <sighs> get in the habit of it I don't know I just I always kind of fall back and say oh wait no this person probably doesn't like me or this person you know I like weird things so they probably won't like me <laughs> and I always kind of yeah. fall back onto that because you know I got a lot of tattoos and piercings and I like weird stuff and I like to watch uh, you know scary movies all the time and I like to uh, <laughs> I just like things that people don't typically like and so which is strange because there's a lot of people out there that like that stuff, but I just kind of stopped. Yeah, I was myself. just gonna say, would you, would you give that up? 
<laughs> there's some story in there that like you're more freaky and weird than everybody else in the world. Yeah, Which, and I think it's the way you describe I yourself. You're like the majority of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's. I think maybe I went to Catholic school, and so that's just like. I went to Catholic school for like twelve years, like from kindergarten to um, to high school, and maybe that's where it comes from. Like you can't look a certain way, and you can't be a certain way, and you know, mass every Friday, and <laughs> yeah. So maybe. Maybe that's where it comes from. I don't yeah, know. The indoctrination of Catholicism is is not to be underestimated at all. Totally. <laughs> and I didn't go to no, Catholic it's school. So true. It's I so was I was just I was just raised Catholic, but going to Catholic school, man, yeah, there's some indoctrination that uh, makes perfect sense to me. So, what would be possible if you could lead if if all that all that conversation? So. One of the things we always talk about in doing the work is what is the conversation like? What's that dialogue that's running in your head, right? And you've already given us a taste of that. So some of that dialogue is they don't like me. I'm not. It leads to I would assert I'm not good enough. Something like that, right? Uh, but more like they're judging me. That kind of yeah. Feeling I just kind of feel like yeah, like people don't like me, or they're working against me, or they. Uh, I don't know. They like, like I have a target on my back. <laughs> I was actually told yeah. that once by a job, so that also probably goes along with all of this. You got you got you got some evidence for every you know, which is that's what we do, right? So we we have a thought uh, which turns into a belief system eventually, or we've thought it enough times, or told ourselves enough times, and then when st then because we believe it, we start manifesting it in the world, and then we go, look, there's evidence, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, right, right. that's, I mean, it's like textbook right now. Everything that you're speaking and all of that whole, there's a whole dialogue there that sounds like you swim in for the most part. And some of it, because you're swimming in it, you might not even be able to see it, but it sounds to me like you've at least started to, to, to see it and maybe be in an inquiry around you know, wanting to sh create a new conversation or have that be different. Is that accurate? Yes, I used to be angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, it was... Mm, my, I totally get that. My, de my defensiveness was... I mean, I had somebody tell me I was a porcupine once, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That's what my personality was being perceived as. I thought I was just, like, sassy, and I knew what I wanted, and I... I mean, my motto for my entire life, every time somebody w would tell me what to do, I would say, don't tell me what to do. And it would be like a half-joking thing, but also like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <So>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that was no joke. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, I would play it off like a joke, but it, like, it was, a jo was not a joke. Like, I do what I want is my motto. <laughs> yeah, I do um, what I want. And I love that. Well, and we always joke around that, you know, Jay and I are of the ilk where it's like even our, we'll like fight our own word. Because we'll oh. be like, nobody can tell me what to do, <laughs> even myself. Right. I'm going to fight myself. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wait, that doesn't work real well. Yeah. So but That's a human trait. We don't want to be dominated by even our own word. You know, but certainly, Sahara, you have been dominated so much, or at least your experience of life or how you speak about it. Have, you have had the experience of being dominated your whole life, so that makes perfect sense that how you would 
you've survived that and and maybe it's now turned into part of your small because it might be holding you back a little but for a while it was that's how you survived it was like your coping mechanism was I'm gonna do what I want you know you can't dominate me you can't tell me what to do it makes perfect sense to me I don't want that to be a part of my small (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying it is that's only for you to say but what I want I don't what you know when I when I distinguish something as part of my small is when I know it's something that I want to transform because it's in the way of my greatness it's in the way of me being with people the way I want to show up and 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 I would assert that you're hitting a place where and this is why you want to talk about vulnerability where you're seeing where you could serve maybe serve the world more powerfully without some of that stuff that's I'm asserting that you tell me oh oh yeah no I mean I I've literally said in the past 24 hours I don't want to be that angry person anymore <laughs> and so when I left Alabama a lot of that fell away and um, it was really great. <laughs> I felt like, yeah. oh, when I'm not in that environment, I I can be anything I want. Like I can, I'm free to be who I am instead of yeah. having to tell people who I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And so I, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not naive. I know why I like piercings, and I know why I like tattoos, and I know why I like alternative things. It makes me feel different. It makes me feel good. It makes me comforted mm-hmm. that, um, you know, there's other people that are different and that I can attach to those things, but... Right. Yeah. And we get to make it all up, right? So we could say, if we, if you wanted to, I could create three different stories about why I like tattoos and why I like piercings and why I like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I actually don't, the only things I have pierced are my ears, but Oh, so I'm not a piercing guy, but I do love tattoos, and um, I do know there's an element of it that is, uh, or at least it started out a little bit like, for me it was a little badge of my toughness when I was a girl, and you know, like it was just a little yeah. bit of that there. Um, now I've transformed that to be more about it's an expression of art for me, and it's an expression of um, it's an identification. I, not that people can't tell that I'm Irish by looking at me, but all my tattoos are Celtic, so you know there's a lot of lot of that um, personal family history in there. I mean, my point is we can it's all made up, right? We get to make up whatever story we want. We want to make up what's powerful. Right. And what I want you to get is that you've already shed, like you just said. When you left there, you had a layer of that kind of fall away. And I want to acknowledge you and appreciate you for wanting to keep doing like keep shedding it, keep keep getting to to your most authentic self. Right? Because I think that you're clear that your most authentic self has a lot to give and love and serve and all the things we want to that that are authentic and and it's a powerful expression of yourself, and so you're you're doing the work. I mean, I just want to acknowledge you for you know staying in the conversation. That's fantastic. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm super. I'm super committed. So. <laughs> yeah. So the question is, and usually, you know, what we do in in the seminar, for example, or in the book, is I would have you, you know, write down all that all that stuff about being an angry person and all your dialogue around that so that we can get a really clear picture of what it sounds like when it comes out of us or when it's stirring around in our head. But I, I mean, I think you're pretty clear about that. So the question is, are you willing, now here's the question that people get in the seminar, right? It's Becca's favorite question. Are you willing to have, <laughs> are you willing to give it up? 
give up feeling angry. Give up the whole dialogue, the whole conversation, of, and especially that being who you are. Right. I mean, yes, because I know that I have to move past that to... Hey, wait, you said I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. You could. I'm going to ding, ding, ding you on that one. I mean, I want to. I don't, I don't okay. want to be the angry person. I don't want to be somebody who... That's what I keep telling you to say. What you don't want is to be an angry person. So what we want to get clear about is what do you want? And, I mean, before we move into there yet, there's some payoff, right? There's some in, in seminar. See, I was just in seminar yesterday, so I'm saturating this conversation right now. So <laughs> I literally had it yesterday. You know, in seminar, when we get clear about all that stuff, right? So you've gotten clear about I'm an angry person. The words are, and I want you to hear that affirmation, I am an angry person. When we put the word I am, basically like making it a command to our brain to make it so. And so that's been your affirmation is I am an angry person. Yeah. You get that? And I think it was, yeah, it was the survivor mentality, I guess. I agree. I agree 100%. And it served you. There was, there was, there was something that served you in being that angry person. Do you get that? Okay. There's a payoff. Well, I. I yeah, I had to to keep my sanity. <laughs> yeah. So. What else does it do? What's the impact on you though of being angry? Uh, I can't do all the things I love because all of my energy is spent on being angry. <laughs> so you're exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. What and else? And all impact? of my all of my thoughts are like infected with it, and I can't think anything else <laughs> except. Don't tell me what to do. I want to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I totally get that. Anything else? No, I guess not. <laughs> What's the impact on other people? Does it give you a, does it give you a, um, an out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you get out of being powerful say, and responsible? Oh, jeez. Well, these are tough questions. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in the book. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna let we're not gonna let. You. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it definitely keeps me from relationships because I stop myself from talking to people or sharing things that I think are cool or or yeah. It stops me and from making connections with people. There you go. Stops you from connecting, and it. And here's what I want you to get. Uh, I mean, it's there's a. Can you get that it almost keeps people at an arm's length? Yeah, yeah. Keeps people away, and so then, what's the impact on other people? They don't get to see who I am. <laughs> they don't get you. Yeah. They don't. We don't get you. Oh man, people the don't get me. I mean, when you don't the get me because of me. <laughs> Right. That's my point, right? And we're missing out. The world is missing out on Sahara. That's a big impact. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this whole <laughs> This whole time. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So the question now is, are you ready to have it be different? Or are you ready to give it up? Yes. <laughs> 
Sure. I mean, I don't know. Just kind <laughs> of there's like, a big payoff I'm kind there. of really right? get this realization right now. So. Yeah. God. Yeah. That's amazing. Understandable. I, you know, while you're kind of sitting in that space of hearing this, you know, when Jay asked me that question the first time, I said no. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not ready to give it up. I mean, I was like, uh-uh. Because uh, it freaked me out. I mean, all of a sudden I was like, uh, there, that's a lot to like let go of. I mean, especially when it's the the water that you've been swimming in, you know, the world you've been swimming in for your life. I mean, this is what you've created around yourself. And I don't know how old you are, but, you know, this is who you've been. Um, and to, to just suddenly say, I'm going to let that go. There seems like there's so much to it. That is, it's, that's a big step. It's a huge step. I don't even know how. <laughs> well, and that's a member. We don't want to talk, focus on the how. Not the how yet. Not even there. Don't worry about the how. We just want to focus on what you want, what you want to create. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I'm just trying to regret. And so it's, I am the reason that people don't connect with me. People aren't the reason that people don't connect with me. Oh, geez. That's a, yeah, I got that. That's, and, and that's not, and here's what I want you to hear that as. That's a, an interpretation that we are taking on to give you all the power. Do you get that? Yeah. Yes. Because I, because I, I'm always saying I'm 100% responsible, and it always starts with me, and I want you to have that same power in your life. I'm sorry I keep banging the desk. So. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to keep my hands off my desk. <laughs> hands, I know. Put them in my pocket, sitting on them. Oh, man. But, you know, it's and that's, so that really isn't a – it's not a – it's not a judgment. Right. By – Making that statement. Well, that's my, it's a power. Right. I, I don't want that to turn into something else you get to beat yourself up or make yourself wrong <laughs> for. Right? Yeah. That's what that happens. Was, that, was right? a, that was immediately what I was thinking. I was like, what? Yes, the fuck? I know. I knew. I could feel you going there. I can feel you going there. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, this is about being 100% responsible and looking at why do we do these things and we do them so we, I mean, you know, I could also assert that. You created this so you get to be right that you aren't worthy, right? You get keep people away from you because that that proves your story that you're not good enough. Yeah. Point is, it's all made up. This is like my foundation. We just want you to get to a place of power. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know, and and someday you're going to get how free it is to have the foundation of your life be all made up. (laughs) because <laughs> then you get the freedom to make it up exactly as you, you want you get it. to create it right and we're going to create it today before you get off the call we're going to create something i think that you know it's also we have to to recognize that when and when you're saying those words this is the foundation of my life this is you know i, I this isn't who i want to be you know all of those things are these are this is this is a huge 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 statement what you've just recognized. The realization that you've just had is a gigantic thing. And then w- what we have to do, and that's why we the, the work that Jay does is so incredibly impactful, is then, okay, we have the huge realization. Then we take the baby steps. Right. 
to get to who we and where we want to be. Yeah. We're not asking you to say, um, I am a kind and gentle human being. <laughs> with, you know, that would set off your BS. And everyone Sarah. loves me. Uh, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's not where we are yet. Uh, you've recognized what you don't want. <laughs> and now it's time to figure out like where you do want to be and then create these little affirmations and baby steps to get you to a place to get there. But, you know, your BS system, you know, your belief system is like firing off in all <laughs> ports right now because you're like, wait. It's, it's trying to survive. <laughs> I can't not be this person. It's like, ah. Yeah. It's like it's being flushed down. <laughs> okay, we're going to pause there for this week. Leave you hanging on a cliffhanger again. Isn't it amazing when you hear people have that huge aha moment? And with Sahara, it was incredibly powerful. I know on my end, I was sitting here thinking, wow, like this is such a huge, huge moment for her. And we're a part of it. So thank you guys so much for allowing us to be a part of this journey, this adventure that you're on, and these big aha moments that you get to have. So we will be back next week with the continuation of Sahara's Coaching Call. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.